0: Coming up on today's episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour, we're going to talk about becoming a master, Mr. Miyagi style. We're going to talk about how mastery points came to be and what they mean, why rotating jobs can lead to mediocrity, how parents can have peace of mind as their kids grow up and leave home, and what it means to truly master a job, and why you should definitely come back tomorrow. All this and more, but first, the joke of the day.
1: A blind man goes into a bar, and after a few drinks, he decides to tell a blonde joke. As soon as he starts, the bartender stops him and says, Bro, I'm a blonde, and I'm a 200-pound weightlifter. The blonde girl next to you is a kung fu artist, and the other blonde girl is a wrestler, and there in the back are two more blonde knife experts. All five of us are blondes. You sure you want to tell your joke here? And the blind guy goes, Yeah, forget it. I don't want to have to explain it five times. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. We are your hosts, Hannah Fontaine Judd, and we're the proud parents of seven sons and six daughters, ranging in age from college student to toddler. We're both BYU graduates and the creators of Money Pants. Head on over to CaptainMoneyPants.com to learn more about what we do and what we're all about. We believe every person on this planet has been given at least one superpower to help them accomplish their unique mission in life. But the only way to unlock those superpowers is through work ethic. That's when greatness happens. And that's where Money Pants comes in. Money Pants is the complete tool set for cultivating work ethic in all aspects of a person's life. And today's topic is, I guess it's kind of a continuation of layering rewards, like a delicious parfait from from our previous podcast. Only this time we're gonna be talking about mastery points. And it's the as we mentioned before, you know, we have immediate rewards, and then we have short-term rewards, and mastery is kinda of like the long-term reward. It's the well, mastery. You're you're gonna it's gonna take a long time to get there, but the it the, the benefits are huge. And I think <laughs> Hannah, I, I'm reminded of that <laughs> movie Karate Kid, where Danielson and Mr. Miyagi, they're kind of getting into it. Dan, Mr. Miyagi comes back. You know, Daniel's there painting the roof or the house. It's late at night. And Mr. Miyagi comes in and, and he's been fishing all day. And Daniel goes, hey.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. He comes in and goes, oh, you missed a spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Miyagi goes, you missed a spot. Yeah. And, and Daniel gets all upset. And he's like, hey, what, what? why didn't you take me? You know, what, What's the deal? You're out there fishing and I'm here working. And all I'm doing here is being your slave. I, and this isn't fair and I don't like it. And Mr. Miyagi goes, no, no, no you karate training. <laughs> and Daniel goes, no, all I'm doing is painting your house and waxing your cars and sanding your floors and painting your fence. And Mr. Miyagi, at that point, has Daniel demonstrate all these...
0: Well, he says, not everything is oh, it seems. Right.
1: Not, a, not everything is yeah, as it seems. Yeah,
0: it, it, there's more to this, buddy. And then he
1: has Daniel kind of demonstrate these different techniques of waxing the floor and painting the fence. And, and then in a moment of brilliance... Mr Miyagi then throws all these kung fu moves at Daniel and he uses those techniques he'd learned from waxing and painting to deflect all of Mr Miyagi's kung fu attacks and Daniel the look on Daniel's face when he makes the realization of oh I was karate training all those mundane repetitive annoying tasks Mr Miyagi had me doing were in fact training me to be to know all the to correct karate techniques, karate. yeah, to, to master karate, to master these specific moves, these defensive techniques, and the and then my favorite part is after Daniel's like bug eyed and goes, "Oh my gosh!" Like he, there's that moment of realization where he's like, "I have been karate training, not only that, really good karate training, and now I know it, and I didn't know, I didn't realize what I was doing. I thought I was just doing all these mundane tasks, but in reality, he had been." learning some really great stuff.
0: It was building up to greatness.
1: And Mr. Mr. Miyaki's comment to Danielson, after he makes this huge realization, he goes, come back tomorrow. <laughs> where, you know, it's, it's not some big life lesson, it's just like, okay, we'll, we'll keep doing it again. Now that, now that you know what you're doing, uh, come back tomorrow, we'll keep going.
0: Let's keep doing this.
1: So, and I kind of wanted to talk about that, where there, what a great lesson. Where Daniel was doing these, what he thought, boring, tedious, mundane, difficult tasks. Very that had,
0: repetitive. Oh, and repetitive.
1: And he's like, "What? what's the point? I'm not, I'm not learning anything from this. All I'm learning is, and I love how he says, I'm being your slave. Yeah. And I think that when parents are teaching their kids to work, especially using the money pant system, the kids are going to think just that.
0: This is repetitive. This is boring. This is not glamorous. This isn't. I, I'm not going to be a janitor when I grow up. Yeah. You know <laughs> what's the exactly. what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. You know and but really, there's a bigger um, there's character being built there, and there's a, a longer term vision. Right. Of uh, it's not everything as it seems. I like
1: that's a good comment. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that where we have the, how we came up with mastery. Uh, how to use it, and then some of the great—I mean, great benefits of of using mastery with uh, with your children, <laughs> and and also as, what if you don't, and maybe some of the the side effects that could happen if you know you you don't do mastery. So um, I, I want to give just a brief history, I guess, when we were using the paper system, and the kids had their paper point charts up on the fridge every week that the kids didn't miss a day and they got all their jobs done or, or they, we, they, I would write, I would flip the paper over right on the back and put a uh, my signature or whatever and, and it was worth one, I think we call it a mastery ticket or a bonus ticket or something. Mm-hmm. And once they collected up 10, then they could earn a...
0: Super outing. Yeah, we
1: call it like a super date or a super outing. I think we call it a super outing. And those that included things like i would take them to the movies or i would take them uh take them out to like a restaurant for dinner or we would go camping or take them to the river or i think we even took them to the water park one time. yeah
0: one time we set it up where hey anybody who has a mastery ticket uh, these well, i think it was 10 10 was the um we're going to be going to this and anybody who's earned it i'll take you with me
1: and these were things we were already going to be doing anyway but now the kids were earning it but and i i i need to be very clear though that Earning those mastery tickets was really hard. To earn one ticket, you had to do your job consistently every day for an entire week. And that's the way it was set up. And so in order to to save up like 10 mastery tickets, that's two and a half months. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of consistency. But it was was really effective.
0: It was fun. The kids liked it. It, 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 Basically, it was like playing a game, mm -hmm. but that was helping them become better and develop that work ethic that we're looking for, the the consistent effort, the consistent progress.
1: And they did. They were really excited because when they got, they were at nine or eight and then they were at nine, they're like, I'm going to get my master. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, I'm going to get another ticket this week. And they got really excited about it mm-hmm. and they made sure that they didn't miss and they would encourage each other. And it was, it was really cool. And it was this Knowing that there was some big prize and we had set it up ahead of time, oh, I'll take you guys. And I remember, oh, one time I took them to go see Wreck It Ralph at the theater.
0: Oh yeah, that and was I had, fun. I think I
1: had four of my children with me who had all earned mm-hmm. these.
0: And sometimes you would let them like bring a friend or you know mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, okay, you can invite a friend. And
1: and so what we did when we programmed the app is basically that same concept, only now it's all digital. And the way the app works is exactly the same way. For every week that you go by. For uh, where you don't miss a single day for a daily job and you don't miss a single day for a daily habit, you will earn one mastery point for that job or that habit. And that's hard because you can potentially, H- H- Hannah, the, the, way it wo- the way the app works is if you get a substitution, uh, even if it's a, 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 an excused, an excused one. substitution, you will not get a mastery point. So if you miss even one day from those daily jobs or if you... Neglect—you just forgot to mark one day for your one of those daily habits. You won't get a mastery point. Mastery points are really hard to get, and as I mentioned, you know, just to get ten—that's two and a half months of consistent effort. So mastery points are huge, and the and the idea is to kind of develop that long-term work ethic and to become kung fu masters, like like Danielson, <laughs> you know, where you are—you're doing you're doing the same. Boring, tedious,
0: repetitive, repetitive
1: tasks over and over and over again, but with the huge benefit of mastering that job or that habit, and that's the whole idea, and that's the core of Money Pants is that to develop that work ethic, and it also works with with habits. So, and I want to talk talk about that. Where <clears throat> it, it's the same. It's the app has the exact same concept as as the paper version. You know, long term rewards for consistent effort. But it also helps us as parents, and kids for that matter, know when they they can graduate to a new job or a new habit. Like, let's say our kids have the habit of going pee in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Where the idea is, for a two-year-old or a three-year-old, that may be challenging and it's hard, but as they go week after week and you give them rewards after rewards and they have these, you know, you give them immediate rewards, they give short-term rewards, and then you have long-term rewards in place, eventually they will master going pee in the toilet, and we should probably stipulate not around the toilet, (laughs) where they want to go, we we want them to develop that habit, and then once they've mastered it, in six months, you should be able to master making sure you go pee in the toilet, then they can move on to a new habit.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't have your 12-year-old who's been... Who's been able to pee in the toilet for seven years still have that on their chart? No, they've they've mastered that. They've moved on, but having it tracked and having it where you can look at it, it helps gauge whether or not it's time to move on to to something else.
1: And, and that's a we'll talk and, about that in a minute. Um, where, where there's a lot of power there, and a lot that's very it's a very useful tool for parents, but also for kids who are getting ready to leave home. And like I said, we'll talk about that in a second, but. I did want to mention though that typically we've noticed that toddlers
0: um, it takes younger kids a longer time to master a job where right,
1: well to develop that consistency the yeah, effort yeah where they're
0: doing the job correctly mm-hmm. they're doing it consistently and they're 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 confident with like all the steps and they're doing and, it quickly and they're able to do it quickly and so it it takes a long time for them to learn the job it takes a longer time for them to get fast at the job and so There's no sense in switching that job around until they master it. It will stress them out and it will stress you out because you have to retrain them on a new job and they haven't even mastered the previous one. And so you're doing them a favor and yourself a favor by waiting till you see that they are consistently, confidently able to wipe that table and sweep the floor, you
1: know? Right. Well, no, and I remember because we, we didn't always do it this way and we would switch up jobs a little more frequently. And I remember the younger kids would get so stressed out
0: mm-hmm. about these
1: new jobs because, and you bring up a good point, Anna. it's because they never mastered the previous one.
0: Yeah. And so and you,
1: you are, you're giving them all this new stress, but then we're also giving ourselves stress because now we have to go through that again with them of, Trying to teach them to a whole new job.
0: Yeah, and, and there's no reason to do that. Yeah, there's so no just... reason to do that. The main thing that you're trying to teach them is, yes, every day you have a responsibility and you need to do it and you need to do it quickly and you need to do it well. And once they grasp that and you, you move on to other jobs.
1: Well, no, 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 they need to learn that you're not going to rescue them. You're not going to let them off the hook. That they're It's theirs. This is your stewardship. This is your job, rain or shine. If mm-hmm. you want to go swimming, if you want these other privileges, if you want to watch movie night, if you want to go on a bike things, ride,
0: if you want to do these things, just do your job,
1: just get your job done. And it's your responsibility and no one's going to do it for you. Mom and dad aren't going to do it for you. It's not going to do itself. Your siblings aren't going to do it for you. Because I know little kids, typically they're like, well, if I dilly-dally long enough, maybe the job will magically get done. Yeah. And there's that's the neat thing about having these jobs kind of long term. Is that they, the kids, and we, we've talked about this before, but they, when kids have job assignments that are long-term, they stop hoping and waiting for somebody to rescue them. They yeah. stop hoping and waiting that somehow...
0: The job's going to disappear. Instead, they have to face it. And, and they have the to of And work. they have to embrace yep. their, their responsibility in their job. And in the past couple weeks, we've gotten several people um, of our customers contacting us and saying, hey... I can't get the app to work so I can switch the jobs out every week. Right. Um, how do I do that?
1: One was even like, hey, how do I, how do I create a re- rotating job chart?
0: And we're like, <laughs> nope, oh, nope, nope. Wrong, app. <laughs> wrong app, wrong app. This app it does not do it, but it doesn't do it on purpose. It's not because we're not able to program that. It's because, and we've mentioned this before, when I was growing up, we had a rotating chart. And what happens, that was great. You learned all the jobs. Everybody took turns. And it sounds great, but there was a problem with it. Some of the kids would, if there was a really hard worker in front of them, the kid falling behind them could get away with not doing the job. Where well, it, No,
1: Hannah, there are a whole bunch of problems with <clears throat> rotating jobs. That's only one of them.
0: Yeah. Well, it was hard to determine who was working and who wasn't, who was slacking off. Because, because if your job has been clean the bathroom for the last two months and the bathroom... Looks like a, a gas station bathroom. You can't say, "Well, that was Susie." She, she, she hasn't been doing. It. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was your job, and it's been your job for the last two months. And there's only one person we can uh, that can be blamed for that, yeah. or, or have responsibility for that, and vice versa. If the bathroom has been looking fabulous every time you go in there, and you're like, "Oh, wow! I am so impressed. You're really taking." You know exactly who did it. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible for that? And so there's no confusion. But that's that's one thing I noticed growing up where I'm like, this isn't quite as effective. But then also for myself, I found that there were certain jobs, for me it was dishes, that I dreaded that job. And I dreaded the day you know, that it rotated to my job. And as an adult, in order to overcome the fear of doing dishes, because it never went away... I finally found that the only way to overcome it was to stop hoping that somebody would do it for me.
1: Yeah. And so the whole And so
0: I gave myself the job of dishes and I told my husband, "I'm going to do it every day for a year. I don't want you to do the dishes." Because I it bugged me that I just dreaded that job. And what happened is after I I di- I started doing the job and I knew nobody was going to do it for me, I started developing systems and I started n- embracing the job and I started going oh this isn't as hard as I thought right and I actually started relaxing while I was doing my job it took a couple months but I started going oh and that's my time where I would think and because I I knew how to do it it was it was like Danielson where you know he had the moves down I I had the moves down for the dishes Whoa. and it was no longer a hard job for me but I had gone years of doing the dishes growing up on a rotating chart, and I never overcame the fear of it because I, it wasn't, I was always hoping, oh, for some reason, somebody else would do the job, or my mom wouldn't notice, or mm-hmm. I'd get out of it somehow. Or it would do itself. It would do itself, yeah. And so finally, I found that the cure for that is to go, nope, you're going to do the job for a year. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine, it's you, and, that, and that's it's our standard. That,
1: that's the Money Pants standard: is every job should be for an entire year. Kind of the minimum we've come up with is six months. Mm-hmm. Like if you know, maybe your, your kid you're starting a little later with Money Pants, and you're you know your youngest is twelve, and you're like, okay, well he's got six years before he leaves home, and you got you know all these jobs he needs to learn. Well, if he gives each one of them a year, then he's not he's going to leave home. Having not done a lot of the jobs yeah. in the home, so we. But six months seems to be like the the earliest. minimum
0: earliest. Well, and again,
1: because you bring up a really good point with with rotating jobs. There's there are a lot of problems with that where you can slip. The kids can easily slip through the cracks mm-hmm. and not never learn that work ethic or. Never learn a specific job, so we yeah. we are very much against the whole rotating jobs.
0: Yeah, and, and Money Pants, it's not a chore app. There are a whole bunch of chore apps. It's not a chore app. It's a work ethic app. Yeah, it's where you. Uh, I, it's, I'm sure it's there are better designed, apps out there that,
1: are, that can do a, a rotating chore. Yeah, chore. yeah, because that's not first of all, that's not what we're about. We're about teaching work ethic, and there is ethic, no yeah. other way to learn work ethic than the good old fashioned work there's there's no substitute yeah you but, have but to get this in there whole mastery
0: it. thing of not flipping around jobs not not constantly changing things and that, instead, reinforces, that reinforces that yeah instead embracing it working on it and you know overcoming any problems it helps it, it uh, nothing builds your confidence better than that and it seems, and at first, it's going to seem like, oh no, this is awful. My kids hate it, and they'll complain about it for the, the first month or two, yeah. and, and be like, oh, I'm sick of doing this job. Thirty, 30 challenge. Yeah, it's a first everybody's month. Everybody's got yeah. a harder job than I do. <laughs> and, yes, we've heard that. And you just smile and say, oh well, I, I'm so sorry, but you're going to have this job for the next year, mm-hmm. and and just leave it. So when you set up when you set up the app, you set it up and you f- set it and forget it, mm-hmm. but leave it alone. Just let it be, and it will actually reduce stress in the home over the course of the a year. can do little
1: modifications to the job, but don't go switching the job. Yeah,
0: you can ad- change the description of the job and what you expect that you can add or take away just to make sure it does actually fit within like the time frame. Well, no- But but don't put that strain on yourself as a parent of, okay, uh, we got to change it so... The jobs switch around here and this week it's gonna be here. And you have enough stress in your life, your kids have enough stress in their life, just leave it alone. Well, two thoughts on that. And it's actually for their benefit. Two thoughts on that. What if you change, like for your
1: job as an adult, where you go to work, your employment, what if you were changing that every two weeks? How stressful would that be? To (laughs) have to learn a whole new system, to have to learn a whole new uh, infrastructure, have to learn like all different skills. Like how stress, even if you're in like the same industry, What if you were changing your job in the company?
0: Human resources this week, week. accounting this week. (laughs) How (laughs)
1: stressful would that be? Or forget, just within accounting. Oh, you're not this type of accountant. We're going to move you over to this position.
0: (gasps) That reminds me. When I was on the track team in ninth grade, I had a track
1: coach. Well, let me just finish up. Oh. How would that? Would you like that as an adult? No. No. And so don't do that to your kids. Give them the same job for six months at least, but preferably for a year.
0: Oh, I I totally forgot. I had that experience when I was on the track team in ninth grade. It was my first time being on the track team. And I had a track coach who uh, wanted me to do, I I think it was like the 220. Mm -hmm. I was really good at the 220. And often I would be in a relay Mm-hmm. with, with uh, three other girls, and I would run a 220. twenty. They'd run. Everybody would run a 220. And that's what I would practice all week. That's what I would train for. I would even practice at home running these shorter sprints. And then on Friday, when we had the track meet, the coach would go, oh, you're going to run the 440. And so then I would run the 440, something I hadn't been training for, something I hadn't mastered, something I wasn't prepared for. And I would never do that great on it because four hundred and forty is a lot different than the two hundred and twenty. Like that's a lot longer of a sprint, Mm -hmm. and it was just frustrating because I, it was always changing. What uh, instead of saying, "Hey, this year you're going to be doing the two hundred and
1: twenty, and you're going to get good at
0: it, and you are going to, you know, progress at it," he was always changing. What race I was going to be running in
1: from week to week,
0: from week to week.
1: Uh, yeah, see, that's and just it, it. That, it that, was, that's kind of our point. Is like, don't do that.
0: Yeah, but I was never able to master and and perfect one of the races, and it, it just it was a very frustrating experience. And
1: I think we maybe need to clarify what it means to master something because you bring up a really good point, Hannah. You were good at the two twenty. Yeah, you are probably great at the four forty, but you to master something is not the same as being good or proficient. That's I, not what we're talking about. Yeah, I we're ended talking, up being
0: mediocre at both of them.
1: We're talking about mastering, so being—I don't like the word "perfect" because I don't think it's really reasonable. But I think to to come as close as you can to master something really is to be uh, very, very good at it to the point where you couldn't get much better.
0: Yeah. Well, you're fast at it. You're proficient. You do a good. Your quality of work is high.
1: Mm-hmm. Fast, we're- consistent and good yeah that, that, and that's, that's
0: mastery that's
1: what it means to master something so if if i were be, to be given the dishes i would have no qualms no problem get it done quickly to get it done fast and to get it done
0: right yeah and we often joke I that by, by the, the end of the year our kids are professionals at the jobs that they yeah. they had they're that, professionals that, they're, that's the idea they're that that's the good whole at it.
1: concept behind mastery we haven't got to the whole rewards, the layering rewards part of it, but that that's the concept behind mastery. And I, you reminded me of, of Ruby, where uh, previously I had two thoughts. One was, you know, what if you were always switching up jobs at work? The second one was, what, you remember Ruby, She <laughs> was she four, five years old, maybe six? Uh-huh. She was our hardest child to motivate to work. She would be perfectly content sitting in the backyard, um, naked <laughs> among the flowers sewing um uh, grass crowns for herself that, that would just be her
0: <laughs> weaving grass crowns out of the yes that out, actually out is what she that would enjoy she would be doing perfectly
1: content with that so to get her and we put her on the table because that's one of those jobs that everybody knows whether it's been done or not you can't miss it everyone it's got that social reinforcer of hey my spot isn't clean. You can see that it's not clean. Yeah, there, it, but it's
0: not a really hard. job. It's not a job. hard job,
1: but it's one that's very.
0: It's a more simple job. Like it's not. It doesn't require a lot of organizing. No, and so you for clear a, for a younger yeah, you wipe it. I mean, it's yeah, hard. for a younger kid. That is a good job, just because it doesn't require a higher level of organizational skills. And she
1: struggled for so long because she would, she'd piddle around, and she'd, she'd
0: feel so sorry w- w- for herself. W- she'd
1: move the dishes to one side of the table. She'd put one or two on the counter, and they get overwhelmed. And it was. It was pathetic, but we let it happen because she needed to learn that work ethic. Every one of our kids is going to learn work ethic by the time they leave home. If we've just done that one thing, Hannah, I will feel like okay, I've succeeded. Well, as I a mean, parent. and since
0: then, I've developed other techniques to help. Right, and we motivate motivate the kids along, and we'll get to she that. She was hard <laughs> though. She just she was exceptionally I mean, hard. And, and she's one of these artsy people where yeah, she's actually a really talented artist, but is very relaxed, doesn't like any sort of pressure. No, no. No stress Her, no pres- she doesn't pressure, want absolutely. any pressure yeah. but what's funny is both my husband and I we we graduated with film degrees mm-hmm. and we were in the art department at Brigham Young University and there are a lot of people who have natural artistic abilities, they don't go anywhere because they don't like to be pressured. They don't like to work. Oh, they, they, don't, don't, they don't
1: they don't do well with deadlines.
0: They don't do yes. But
1: that's how the real world works.
0: And so Things if you to go get to get Hollywood, when you go to Hollywood a lot of those people get eliminated. Real quick. Be- because, and maybe less talented people take their place because they show up to work. <laughs> they meet deadlines. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a very talented individual, like my daughter, Ruby, it's actually very important for her to overcome that that to a certain degree. Otherwise, her art skills aren't going to go anywhere. Right. But but Ruby, one day, it was so funny. We remember the day she overcame it. I, somehow she made up in her mind that she was going to do it. And she started singing a song to herself. And this was probably two,
1: three months into it. And I mean, it, it took a re- most kids, it's two or three I weeks. I don't know.
0: Maybe it, it was six months into it. It just seemed like a really long then time. Most
1: of our kids, and we um, noticed most kids, it takes two to three weeks before they finally kind of acquiesce, maybe a month. Yeah. But they finally acquiesce and go, okay. I've resigned myself to the fact that this is my job. This is my responsibility. And then they start coming up with routines and yeah, patterns. Yeah, yeah. And- well,
0: she resigned herself to that. Okay, I, I, I do have to do this and nobody's going to rescue me. And she came up with the most pathetic <laughs> song, but it motivated her. But she
1: would go. Are going to sing it?
0: Yes. I do my job. <laughs> I do my job. It was pathetic. It was. It
1: was like a moaning, dying <laughs> cow or something. It was just,
0: and she would, she would do her job and sing this really pathetic song. And but she had finally turned that corner. That of, was that
1: was the turning point for of, her, and it made a bit.
0: I I've got to do this, and I'm going to do it. And, and it, did, it
1: took her longer than most, but it did happen.
0: It did happen,
1: and we know it, it for everybody. <laughs> It'll it, it,
0: eventually happen.
1: So, and I, but I wanted you, Hannah, had that kind of. Going back to the whole mastery concept, where you you want the kids to be able to do the job well, you want them to be able to do it quickly, and you want them to be able to do it consistently. That that's what defines a mastery of a job. You you kind of use the pattern that they use, um, Khan Academy.
0: Khan Academy. Okay, so I have I've done public school and homeschool, like home study charter schools. No, we've even done
1: homeschool for a couple kids.
0: Yeah, we I've done I've done it all. Anyway, looking for a math program. I like it when it's on the computer because I don't have workbooks and papers and stuff to keep track of. And, I, you know, it automatically grades the work and whatnot. And But there are a lot of math programs available. And uh, I ended up settling with Khan Academy. And there was there Khan Academy. There's a couple of drawbacks to it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that set it apart from some of the other math programs was uh, whoever made it understood achievement and understood success because they exp- they had mastery they, they incorporated this idea of mastery mm-hmm. into their program where you learn a math concept like say you're in 5th grade and you know there are all these math concepts you're supposed to learn in 5th grade well in order to master 5th grade you have to pass off each one of the topics with 100% accuracy multiple times like hmm. i think it's like 5 times mm-hmm. you have to be able to pass a quiz 5 times on 5 separate days and get 100% and 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 if you miss any one of those quizzes it takes you back where and so when somebody says when you see that your kid they've mastered 5th grade that means they actually know all the concepts in fifth grade. There's not one that they're shaky on. There, There's not one that they got a C on or a B minus. Whereas we've done other math programs and the kids are like, hey, I passed it off, I'm done. And I'm like, you passed it off, you got a 70%. Oh yeah, that's good enough to pass off.
1: We're not, we're not wait, about- Wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. That means you don't understand it. There's what, something what life you're missing are there. We,
1: are, yeah, what life lessons are we not learning here? We're not learning that- uh, what, what we're learning is good enough. Uh, yeah that's yeah, yeah, move okay. on, move on.
0: but but if you've good enough is not good enough. If you've excelled in school, you know that you can't be getting C's, B's and C's and excel in the future. Well you have to actually learn the the basic math before you can move on.
1: Do you want those people though? Building your house? Do you want those people doing your doctor visits? Do you want those people as your lawyer? Do you want those people creating the products you buy at the store? Like, do you want the ah,
0: good, good, enough. good enough
1: people? Yeah. Like, I can't think of a single job. Oh,
0: or how many people cut hair where they're like, oh, oh yeah. good enough.
1: Do you really want? <laughs> no. You don't. I don't care what you're yeah. doing. Do you want parents? We're like, ah, good enough. Like, yeah. do you want? Is there but, any but, but basketball but players? Ah, good enough sports. Not yeah. ah, good enough. Do you want that? No, yeah. there's. I can't think of any aspect in your life where you're like, oh, yeah,
0: good enough. Like, yeah. why, why would you want it that? It will come back and bite you later. So in the case of math, I was sick or something, and I missed fractions in third grade. Mm-hmm. And I was in high school, and I still didn't understand how to work with fractions. There was that gap in there your education. There was this gap in yeah. my education. And then um, logarithms.
1: Okay, Yep. Those.
0: Yeah, I missed logarithms, too. And I never, but the class had moved on and I kind of had passed the test. And, and but anytime it came up, I'm like, I don't know what this is. So I can only imagine if you've gone through school and passed everything with a C or a B, by high school, you would be like, I have to cheat off of someone's paper. I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. I have I need to go back to fifth grade. I need to go back to this point. And so Khan Academy understood the importance of you master it Ma- before don't you move on. They call it mastery. Yeah. You master it before you move on. And when when you say you've mastered fifth grade, you actually have conquered fifth grade. And, that, and, and that's so, what we're all about.
1: That's what, yeah. That's the exact same concept. Um, I did want to, <laughs> I did want to point out that there, there was a wise man who once said, going back to this whole good enough mentality, there was a wise man I heard who said, uh, sloppy ways lead to sloppy lives. And I like that, where why not do it? Anything worth doing is do- worth doing well. This, this whole concept of mastery is embedded in our culture where we, we like it and we appreciate it when things are done right and done well. And that we like mastery. We like it when people master things. You know, what if your iPhone was, eh, good enough? <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but 70% of the time it does what you want it to do. What, would you like that? Like what if the lights in your house worked seventy five percent of the time? Yeah. Like you don't you don't want that. You want master a master electrician. You want a master framer, a master carpenter. You want those people to build stuff for you, and you want people to create the, your food products. Oh, it's seventy percent sanitized. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> well, you, you want it to be done correctly, but master by, by masters. You want the masters to do pretty much everything that you enjoy. Yeah. So don't slu- don't don't take that away from your children and not expect that from them.
0: Well, I, I remember my dad didn't usually inspect jobs, and but when he did, it left this huge impression on me because he'd be like, you know, I, I'd have wiped things and done, he'd be like, okay, you need to get this scuzz between the tiles. You need to get this around the sink, and mm-hmm. and he was very meticulous, and it would annoy me and frustrate me, and but at the same time, I was kind of in awe. Because I knew he was a doctor and well-respected because he, he was a perfectionist. He would do very high-quality work. And as an adult, I've appreciated it more because I've had to go to doctors on my own. And then I end up turning back to my dad and saying, Dad, are they... Are they is are they telling me the right thing? And a mm. lot of times they're not. He's like, no, the correct procedures, this and this and this, and a good doctor would do this and this and this. And it has surprised me how many doctors don't go through the correct steps and the correct procedures, where I saw my dad, where he would take a lot of pride in even simple jobs like cleaning the bathroom. right. And no, 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 where back, well, that's how, the type of doctor you want to go to. Yeah, and but
1: how, go back to your experience, Anna. When you would go back, and the bathroom was done to his specifications, how did you feel?
0: Like I've conquered this.
1: <laughs> no, you were annoyed.
0: <laughs> I was annoyed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but but no, there was that sense of pride though. Of okay, yeah, I did do a really good job here. Mm-hmm. After the annoyance, wore yeah, off. No, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was this feeling of, I don't want Dad to do that again, but wow. Okay. <laughs> It left an impression on me, and it carried over into my schoolwork. It carried over into other endeavors. It left an impression on me, right, and that carried over into other aspects of my life. That, so yeah, um, you uh, expecting mastery from your kids
1: in sp- in and- very specific areas. So, again, perfectionism can be uh, very toxic. If yeah. you expect perfectionism in every aspect of a person's life, that you you just it, it's suffocating. No, yeah. we're just talking uh, the one job or two jobs that they're assigned. We expect them to do those jobs and to and to master them, and yeah. that and that's it.
0: Yeah, so, and that's going to make a difference as they develop their superpowers yes. and their they they actually are going to reach their potential.
1: And and let's talk, I, I want to talk about that how. I want to talk about the specifics of how mastery works, especially within the app. If you go to an individual's page, and then you go to the reports, the very first report there is that mastery uh, graduation cap, yeah, little graduation cap. And if you tap on it, it'll bring up a list. If you've just started, there won't be a list, but once you've been using the app for a while, it'll bring up a list of every daily job and every daily habit that they've that person has done consistently, and. The, there will be on the right, there's a little number, a tally of how many weeks they've done it. And it doesn't It doesn't have to be like two weeks in a row. It just has to be uh, in one week equals one mastery point. And then...
0: Let's say three weeks later, they do it again. That, that's another mastery point.
1: And so you have this tally on the right. When it reaches 26, it'll light up. And the reason why is because 26 is half of 52. 52 is a year. 26 is a half a year. We, we think that if you've... If you've consistently, if you've earned 26 mastery points, that means you've done your job, rain or shine, consistently 26 times. That's six months of mastery points. That's big. And you've technically, you have mastered that job or habit. It may take you a year to do it, that you have mastered that job or habit. It's cool, though. And there are a bunch of really cool features about this. Because first of all, at a glance, mom and dad can look and see what jobs and habits that kid has mastered. And they can also see, oh, wait a minute. You've, okay, so you've mastered doing the dishes, you've mastered uh, wiping the table, you've mastered vacuuming and sweeping and all these things. You've never done laundry. Oh. Holy cow,
0: you're not brushing your teeth.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't mastered brushing your teeth, there's only one there. No, where you go, oh, well, there's a, clearly there's a gap in my child's domestic education. And here they are, and you're looking at it, going, "Oh!" And you're 17 years old. You're about ready to leave home, and you've never done cooking.
0: Okay, we need to get you on that. So it's really cool. As a parent,
1: you can look at uh, how all their progress over the years, and it really is. Money Pants is a long-term program. You can look and say, "Oh, wow! Trixie has done a great job. She knows how to do the laundry. She knows how to do the dishes. She knows how to vacuum. She knows all. She has all these domestic skills, but she never learned how to cook. Yikes!" We don't want to send her off into the great wide open and, and having no clue. starve to death. Yeah, and have no clue how to feed herself. And we have all this knowledge that we should be sharing with her and that she should be learning, and we just haven't done it. So, hey, cool. Now we know what we need to assign her this next, this next go around. And it's, it's actually really cool to have that at your disposal of, at a glance, you can see where your kids are in their progress, but also when it comes to developing their superpowers and their habits you can see where they're, as Hannah, as you said, you know, they're not brushing their teeth. Oh, okay, well, probably need to focus more in on that. Or, you know, they're not doing their scripture study, or they're not showering, or they're uh, they're not practicing their their talents. Like, this is a very helpful tool, just at a glance, to see where your kid's progress is and where you need to focus your energy and where they probably need to focus their energy.
0: Yeah, on. and now this, this of course, has come from real-life experience. Like I said, I was, I, my parents did a great job, ex- With teaching their kids to work, they they always had us contribute at home, and that was always expected. They always, I said, they had that rotating chart. But when I got to college, I was a little embarrassed because I realized there, even though I had always done chores at home, there were some chores I had never done. For example, I always had, I knew how to vacuum. I knew how to clean bathrooms. I hated doing the dishes, but I knew how to do it. I knew how to wipe the table and counters. Mm -hmm. I knew how to mow the lawn. But I had never in my entire life done laundry. Okay, never. My mom was the queen of the laundry. She was very particular about it. She would always do it. And that was something I had never done in my entire life. I had also never mopped a floor. I, I I didn't even know how a mop worked. But and you would think, oh, you never had to work. No, I did. I worked all the time. I just never did that job. No, you know how to
1: dig trenches too, um, I remember that. I didn't
0: know I, I didn't understand finances and I did not understand um, Oh
1: yeah. And how many kids leave home without having never Oh my goodness. The I checkbook? got into
0: big trouble financially. And then the other thing is, I w- my mom would have us help out with dinner. My job was always to cut, cut up vegetables, <laughs> fruits and vegetables, and help with the salads. Because we'd always have a fruit salad and a vegetable mm. salad, or one it. of the two. And so I would cut, my mom would say, can you cut this up? And I'd cut it up. Can you cut that up? And I'd cut it up. And I, would, I did that for years, and I was really good at cutting things up. But I had never actually made the meal. And so I had never cooked meat before, and I didn't, I was scared to do it. I didn't know like w- what to do.
1: You might undercook it and poison everybody, or undercook
0: it and <laughs> Yeah, burn I, it and well, cause I hadn't actually or... made the meals, I had just cut mm. stuff up for the meals. And so when I went to college, here's here are the things that happened. You can predict what happened. Within the first couple of weeks, I ruined all my clothing. I I got bleach marks on it. I I destroyed my clothing, and and that's expensive. That these were brand new items of clothes, probably hundreds of dollars worth of clothing. I destroyed it because I had never done laundry before, More. and then. Um, I set up a, a bank account, and I didn't understand the overdraft, and I got into financial trouble because I didn't realize that the bank was actually lending me money when anytime time. Well, no, because you
1: didn't know how to balance your bank account.
0: Yeah, I, and, and so I got into trouble there. And then as far as uh, cooking, I ended up eating cold cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for months on end, and my health went downhill because of that, you, but you, do you think you're alone,
1: though, Hannah? Do you think you're you're unique?
0: No, no, that's just
1: it. You you look at your roommates and the college students, like,
0: they, but, but, they but, leave home uh,
1: and they have these the it was big dearth of, of yeah, experience. but it was a
0: blow to my it was a, it, this was stress that oh, I didn't yeah. need, but it was also a blow to my confidence because I looked at some of the other girls where they were making you know pot roasts and making all these like nice oh, yeah. meals, and I'm like. I have I no, I don't have the following. I know nothing. Yeah. And and I didn't have time at you know, you're in school full time. It wasn't really the time to go, okay, I'm gonna get out a cookbook and I'm gonna experiment, you know, and and then it was worse when I got married because then you're on like a super tight budget and you mess up the meal.
1: Or my clothes.
0: Or your clothes, you cannot replace them. And so so I'm not bitter, Hannah. <laughs> I bleached all his clothes too. <laughs> Okay, uh, bleach has been like the, the enemy of, the of, of my. Um, anyway, so so the great thing is if you're looking, hey, my kid's leaving home in five years, two years, three years. You can use the app to go. Okay, what have they learned? What have they mastered so far? Uh, and what what do I still need to teach them before right. I send them off? And, and what, yeah, what
1: what what gaps do they have? In that domestic education, yeah, and what, how, how prepared are they? For being on their own
0: yeah and it gives you a sense of peace and um, them and them yes. and so like we've had the problem we send our kids off and then we never hear back from them because <laughs> they don't need anything
1: <laughs> it's true our, <laughs> our oldest two are gone and we can't get them to
0: but we have the hardest time getting a hold of them
1: <laughs> they're too busy doing their own thing like, yeah but well, they, i don't they, need anything from mom and dad i'm good
0: they're extremely capable of of taking care of all these different areas of their lives, but. And that's great, but having an organized approach and keeping track of it, because like we, we'll be setting up jobs at the beginning of like at the beginning of the year, and we're like handing out jobs, and we're like, you who's know, one of the kids what? who's done what, and so that's when we we pull up the mastery, and we're like, oh, she's already she did laundry already, and she did this and this, she's never done
1: blah 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 blah. Yeah.
0: Okay, we got to put her on that job, mm-hmm. and so. It, it, granted, we have a much larger family than but, most yeah, forget people. Forget that, though.
1: let's say you have three but... kids and it's been 10 years and you're like, oh, has so-and-so ever done the garden? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did the garden. Uh... Real, they may be wanting to get out of it or they may have <laughs> done it for a week and think that they've done it longer or whatever. They haven't mastered it. You don't know. They don't yeah. have that. Or has, so, has Billy ever done the dishes or has Billy ever done cooking that's not something
0: billy's going to say oh, oh yeah. i've never learned to do the dishes
1: i never did laundry mom and dad please put me on that job yeah <laughs> so it's really helpful there but it does remind me of that great moment from indiana jones in the last crusade where indiana jones he's fighting on top of the tank and then the and he's trying to get off but as the tank's going off it's about to go off a cliff and and sure enough he and the bad guy it looks like they both fly off the cliff and, and Indiana Jones's father's there and he's all sad and he's looking over the cliff and he's like, he's sad because he's just lost his son and he goes, I never thought I never taught him anything. He died too young. I never I never taught him anything is what he says. <laughs> and it, it makes me here he is, Indiana Jones is like in his forties, right? And his dad's in his sixties. But he's upset because, oh, his son's gone and he never bequeathed all that knowledge to him. And we kind of feel like the same way as parents where our kids leave home and then suddenly, and that's when parents go, wait a minute, did I send them off prepared or not?
0: Mm-hmm. Like wait,
1: wait, Well, even and all of a sudden that anxiety yeah, hits.
0: Yeah, even with our kids, because we didn't have the app for our older kids and we didn't have this as great of a tracking process, I've sent them off and I have noticed weak points. Mm-hmm. Or even like uh, I'll do charter school with my younger kids and then I send them off to high school and I'll go, oh, I didn't teach them this or I didn't teach them that, that right. they needed for high school. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've had to adjust and go, okay, well, those were my guinea pigs. <laughs> I'll do better next time. Well, I guess I, um, I, was,
1: I was lucky, I guess, because uh, when I moved in with the Drapos, they were very practical people, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You don't know how to cook?" I'm like, "No." And they're like, "You don't know how to do laundry?" I'm like, "No." And they they picked up on that like instantly. And I never had I, I never did my laundry. I, did, I had no idea how to cook. And they're like, well, "You're gonna learn." And they taught me how to brown the ground beef, and they taught me how to um, prepare casseroles and
0: meatloaf. And, and you knew how to make I meatloaf, to, yeah? They
1: taught me the, the different meals that they knew how to cook, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." I was, a six, I was 16, 17 years old. When you're that age, you're like, oh, sure. It's not It's not that big of a transition. Like if I had been in my 20s or 30s and someone was trying to teach me all these things, they'd be like, ah, oh, it's too hard. I'll just have somebody else do it. But because I was a kid, I was like, oh, sure, that's easy. I got it. No problem. Yeah. And they also taught me how to do laundry. Oh, okay, make sure, you know, when you do it, put all your light colors together. Otherwise, this will happen if you put a red shirt in with your whites, everything will turn pink. <laughs> If, I found that out. And if you do it on hot, you know, and 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 or if you yeah. use these color, if you um, do your darks on hot, then it'll the colors will leach out and blah. blah. Just all those sorts of things that I didn't, I would have never learned, except for you know the drapos. They they kind of inherently understood this idea of kids need to learn all these skills before they leave home. These are just practical, straightforward things where I that were lacking in my my education.
0: But if you can't do your own laundry, you don't know how to take care of yourself, and you're trying to pursue these loftier goals, it actually is a hit on your confidence. Yes. And I can say that I was was voted most likely to succeed. I had a full-ride academic scholarship, and I felt so stupid because I didn't even know how to mop up. Like, if you don't know how to, like do basic care if you can't care, care for, yourself for yourself and your surroundings it it's a blow to your confidence okay and i'm just i'm just telling you this because th- i experienced this and so that's why part of the why behind the money pants and why it's designed the way it's designed mm-hmm. is to prevent that right and so basically what i did is i took what my parents did that was good and then found the weak, the weak spots and we've adjusted and mm-hmm. found ways to, to eliminate some of those weak spots. And, and that's what the Money Pants, that's how the Money Pants app works. But oh. if you don't know why, you'll be like, oh, you know, hey, I can't rotate the jobs on here. I'm gonna go find a different app. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs>
1: It's, We're all about working
0: we have it designed this way out of out of uh, trial and error <laughs> we we've seen errors and and this is our way of, of of fixing some of the the shortcomings in other systems
1: and I totally forgot but in the app I, I, we didn't even mention this Hannah about milestones and rewards so when you are developing the these habits uh, the app keeps track of them and you have like let's say you've got 15 or you're working towards you know learning to do the dishes or whatever you can set milestones for your kids So that when they earn a certain number of mastery points You have a reward so you just tap on the whatever it may be and it'll give you a It'll actually give you a history graph of how many times they've done it and when and how many points They've earned and when and then you can just say hey add a milestone and when you tap on that It'll say okay, what's the reward? And in our case, it was, okay, you can, we'll take you out to the movies or we'll take you out to dinner or whatever. You you write in what the reward will be, and then it'll ask, and how many mastery points do they need to earn in order to get that? And so you can say, oh, well 10, you know, every 10 mastery points they will get, if they earn 10 mastery points for this job or for this habit, Brushing their teeth, for example, then I will take them out for ice cream. I think that's ironic, but that's what we'll do. If they brush their teeth, they earn ten mastery points for brushing their teeth.
0: We'll rot them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take. A, it'll be a it'll be a free for all at Dairy Queen.
0: Uh huh.
1: And as a reward, and then the cool thing is, is when they achieve that, it'll say, "Okay, here you go. You've you've earned it." And then they can redeem it and show, "Hey, mom, dad, look, I earned." Let's go. Let's go. And it's it's really cool. So it, it tracks all of that, and it's I think it's really helpful. And then the other, the only other thing with the app is that, you know, if you're, say you went and you made a slight modification to one of your jobs or your habits. And so now you have one that's like mow lawn and then the next one, and then you make a new job and it's called take care of yard. Well, it's basically the same. So you can actually merge those two. Like if the app has that ability, you can delete, but you can also merge them together. Anyway, just a total side note there. Um, But to kind of, to kind of wrap this up, I think. Mr. Miyagi was right on the money, where long-term work ethic, long-term mastery only comes from doing the mundane, tedious tasks over and over again. And that is what leads to success. So in the words of Mr. Miyagi, keep doing what you're doing and come back tomorrow to continue your training. <laughs> and that's it. That, those are all our thoughts that we had on, the ma- uh, on, on mastery. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please tell your friends. They may want to listen too. And if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, please go to our website. Under support, click contact us, send us an email, and we'll jump right on it. And that's it for today. Enjoy some of Falcon Jasper's nasty, nuanced notes. We'll see you next time.